When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Welcome back, movie trivia Schmodown fans. Welcome back to the ultimate Schmodown singles tournament. I'm Christian Harloff, joined as always by the newsboy Mark Ellis. Listen, Mark, this is a this is a heavyweight match we have going on here today. It is new school versus old school with two very very knowledgeable competitors in the Barbarian versus the Beast. I mean, does it get more primitive, Christian? Does it get more primal? I feel like we're we're going back to, to d- the days of the caveman. The, the Ice Age has just ended, and now cave people are running around. We're hunting saber-toothed tigers and woolly mammoths. Oh, but by the way, we come from the future where we've seen every movie in existence, and now it's time to answer some trivia questions about said movies. Barn burner, knockdown, drag out. This is going to be a fight for survival. It's going to be a scrap, and, and it's going to be a scrap for survival when it comes to the factions. The quirky mercs are making a little run. Perry Nemiroff picking up big three points over Mike Kalinowski. Uh, the kid picking up three points in his first match against Alonso Duralde. And then William the Beast Bibiani beating new rookie uh, upstart, if you will, James White. So uh, three points. They, ha- they are doing it. His A-list players are doing it right now. And so he is able to pick up those points. If he beats the Barbarian, Beast that is, if he beats the Barbarian and the Finstock Exchange, that's a blow to the Finstock Exchange, especially after you look at what Swag has been doing right now and taking a, a, a real stronghold of that first place. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting to see that the Finstock Exchange, who was just on cloud nine for the bulk of the first half of season seven, the new era, but now it's a different world. And with this singles tournament, Christian, Fortunes have changed, and it seems that luck is smiling on, obviously, Team Swag. But then with the quirky Mercs, you're right. They're making a run. And so this season is by no means over. And those conversations that you and I had a few short months ago about, oh, maybe this is manager of the year. Maybe this is the best faction. 
all of that is in full upheaval mode right now, and I could not love it anymore. It can go out the window because you look, uh, William the Beast Bibiani is one of the best players the game has ever seen. He is a former singles champion. He won the team's tournament last year. He was the singles tournament um, finalist last year. He had a hell of a run last year. And we, and we don't have to even mention what he has done legendary in both uh, in two of the free-for-alls that he has been in. Uh, he, he's a legend. And then the Barbarian, people talk about this guy. As if this is a future legend in the making. And I'm not just talking about fans. I'm talking about his faction mates. I'm talking about other competitors outside of his faction. There's stuff that this guy does that is just on that other level of competitor. Yeah, there's things that he can pull out or that Elvis, his companion, that we somehow allow to compete with him, pull out that I don't think any other competitor in the league would know. And so when you have that deep of a base of knowledge and that unique of a skill set when it comes to a head against somebody else who is a mirror image of you as far as both nickname might be and movie knowledge goes, it's impossible to call this one. And I feel for anybody who has to fill out a bracket and say, oh, this person or this person, because none of us know the outcome of this match of any match but particularly something like this no you said it because that is what William Bibiani plays this game very well but what he's always had over everyone is his knowledge of what he knows and yeah you might be able to get him a couple times in the game even that is very hard to do because he's so good at the game but it's his knowledge you're like well I can't go toe-to-toe on knowledge with Bibiani because it's Bibiani the barbarian is making a challenge to that. The Barbarian is a guy that, oh, wait a minute, my knowledge is pretty solid, and I think I can stack up against Bibiani, and not a lot of people say that. So if you can couple that, even though he's a rookie, he knows the game very well. If he's able to do both of those things, we can be in for a, a potential match of the year. <laughs> it, it might come down to that five-pointer, Christian, and maybe it's another tank girl situation where it's like, oh, no, I know this movie, and I know this particular thing about this cult favorite, and that's how I'm going to win the match. And, oh, by the way, the winner of this does get to play tank girl herself, Lightning Liz, Shannon Miller. That's right, and there is a full story on how we got here between the Mercs and the Exchange. Here we go. So let me get this straight. There's a new guy at the Schmodown. He's theatrical. He loves props. He had a perfect debut match. He was swept up immediately by John Roca's faction, and his name begins with a B. They say we're facing a beast. Well, Elvis and I have faced beasts before. Hear anyone who's talked about this guy and they say he's the real deal, but it's not an easy match here against Whitney Seibold. If you want to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And William the Beast Bibiani is one of the greatest players ever to play this game. Did you guys get a new me? Pitching a perfect game. We saw your debut match. We also saw what followed. We saw you crash and burn and struggle to find your footing in this league. And with each battle that we emerge from, we're more resilient and more determined to plow our way to victory. He brought up a very good point. If one of the mercs plays someone, the next merc that plays them takes them out. 
We see the kinks in the armor, we see the kryptonite, we see the, the issues in gameplay, and you know, John showed us all the flaws in the barbarian. And now it almost doesn't even seem fair to sit the beast on him. I got this whole me thing down. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna find out what it's like to play me. I bet it's really fun. Kind of annoying. You're not facing a beast, you're facing a barbarian. We're gonna take your critically acclaimed attitudes and your film snobbery, and we're gonna wipe the floor with it, and we're gonna throw it in the dumpster. Look, you know, they're both they're both confident and don't make any mistakes about the lovable kind of goofy promo that we get from Bibbs. He is very competitive. He is very uh, he, he's he's confident, even though sometimes he pretends that he's not. He's confident in what he knows. He's confident in how good of a player he is, but he's always ready for a fight. He doesn't underestimate anybody. I think that a whole thing that happened with him with JTE years ago put him on a much. He respects everybody in the game. I've talked to him about it at length, but he does have to go in with it. Like, I know a lot. I know a lot because that's his edge. That's what he's got. Now, the Barbarian, though with also having that and you see you don't even know what he's thinking he's just petting elvis the whole time that's you don't even know what he's thinking yeah the approach might be a little different and certainly if this was a studio match we'd see a flurry of intro ideas from both barbarian and the beast but it really does come down to who's going to be better managed today christian because like you said we don't need any more ferocity from these uh, two players we know how competitive they are but is it going to be the quirky mercs or is it going to be the Finstock Exchange that have their finger on the pulse of their competitor a little bit cleaner? That might be the thing that puts them over the edge. From a coaching standpoint, that could be who you see advance in this tournament. All right. Well, the factions are going to be hoping to advance because they both need the points. And bringing in the manager of the hot streaked quirky mercs, Koiji Andrew, is here. And the manager of the Finstock Exchange himself, Count Finstock, is also here. All right, let's start with you, Koi. You guys in the in the tournament in the tournament are putting on a hell of a hell of an exhibition here. You've got a, a three points from uh, Perry, three points from the kid, and three points from Bibbs in his last match. So, in order to get closer and closer to that top with swag and, and corruption in the Finstock Exchange, how crucial is this win here today um, from the Beast? I think it's a really important win, but the beauty of it is it's the beast. I, I Bibbs is one of the few players where I can talk to him once, twice a week, and then leading up to it a couple more times, and it's really just about like, hey, remember how much you love this game? Remember how much you know? Remember how well you do in Schmobates because you know the Schmodown as much as you know the movies in the Schmodown? He's just, he's a beast. There's a reason he has that name, and I feel really confident today. I feel really good about my faction. We are handling singles as well as I thought we would. We've been an underdog from the beginning. I mentioned that in the Intergeekdom tournament, but right now where we are in points, we're showing that we're a second half of the game team. And I really think the singles is where we're gonna shine. I'm really confident. Yeah, Tom, we appreciate you taking a break from your busy schedule of shooting Fast and Furious Transylvania to join <laughs> us here today. When you look at your competitor and you talk about somebody with a nickname like the Barbarian, that might be the best name to go up against someone nicknamed the Beast. What is it about the Barbarian that you think is going to put him over the edge today? Overall knowledge. I mean, look, against somebody like Barbarian, like you were saying earlier, very similar knowledge between these two guys. 
uh, it's going to be a dogfight. There's no questions asked. I mean, look, he's not a he's not a real smack talker. He just talks too much. And when Bibiani starts talking about other competitors, that means he's out of his game. Okay. When he talks about himself, that means he's in his game. And when he's not talking at all, he doesn't know what he's doing because he doesn't do it. All right. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, Coy, last question for you here as we move in. Um, the Barbarian has been highly touted. Bibiani coming into this league was highly touted. But this year, he's got you. Um, he, has, he hasn't had in the past. And he's been very vocal that he's never really had a manager that has been able to calm him down, speak to him. He's, he's always felt it's been an advantage to other competitors who have had that. And he has it this year. So um, what have you lent to him once again? overall this season you think that has made him kind of level out well i think it, it counters nicely what gucci was just saying i i think that is the bibs of old but now he's got me in his corner and i am maybe blindly confident but damn confident in that man we talk often about the schmodown i have the utmost faith in him like in every possible way i never doubt bibs if he has an instinct <clears throat> about putting something on the wheel i got him if he has an instinct about using a jte i got him if i see him pause for just a second i know 100 of his instincts are correct so I think the confidence I have in the entire faction and the reason he's my first round draft pick is me being in his corner and me letting him know that I got him because I know he's great. Like, Bibbs is golden. All right. Well, look, for both of you guys, this is a massive match for both the exchange and for the Mercs. We wish you luck. Going to put you in the uh, waiting room at the moment here. All right, Mark, the managers are gone. We are getting ready for our competitors to hit the ring because this is going to be, I mean, this this could be a pay-per-view. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, this is something that I think a lot of people would get excited about, and you're getting it free of charge. Why? Because the Schmodown loves you. Loser gets a shrubbery. Winner gets to advance to play against Liz Shannon Miller. Hey, Christian, ask me if I'm ready. You ready? Does Coy Jandry love physical media? Then let's get ready to Schmodown. That's not when we say it, though, but it worked. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia Schmodown. Introducing first, representing the Finstock Exchange with a record of two wins. No defeats and one knockout. This is the Barbarian. It's glorious, Christian. Uh-oh. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. The Barbarian is here. He is ready he has marked what this guy has done with the fan base, with everyone so far crawling over like the barbarian. All right, very a little bit of rough treatment of Elvis. It may be some tough love with uh, that little gopher, whatever. I'm not sure. Yeah, he is a chinchilla, and he is fine. Can you hear me well this time? We can hear you well. So, <laughs> barbarian, let me ask you this. Uh, I know how much that you are looking forward to this match i know how much you are looking forward to playing in every match that you can um is it at all a bit daunting to take on someone of william bibiani stature in this in this only your third match in singles so william the beast bibiani is one of the greatest players to ever play this game i've seen every match i've seen every match he's played so is elvis we both agree that he is fantastic 
However, as you notice, we are not wearing any sleeves. That's because we want to show everyone that we have nothing up our sleeves. And that what we do today is truly magic. Barbarian, I fully approve of the sleeveless method. It's what I'd be doing if I had the luxury of such. But I do have to ask you about your preparation, not just for this match, but for the tournament, because it can get in a competitor's head that this match is worth three points. But if you win, it could provide dozens of points as you advance in the tournament. Do you give any thought to not just this match, but the fact that you do have the talent to maybe run the table? You know, I I play every match for my faction. We are very concerned with winning this year. Um, we are also concerned with a um, uh, something. I told you. Uh, I told you we're magic. We can make things happen with our minds, just like that. Pretty impressive. Thank you. But um, can you do it again? No. I only, I don't, I'm not a trained monkey, uh, Mr. Ellis. We, uh, we only do what we want to do. All right. Barbarian, so you are ready to go here. This is going to be a, uh, a big match for the Finstock Exchange, and, but you believe you are ready. Of course. We are always ready to rock. The Finstock Exchange is behind me 100% and we are behind them 100% and we don't have any worry about the pressure of getting points for the faction because we know that we have the greatest faction in the league and that no matter what happens in this match we are going to win this season all right well thank you so much uh barbarian we're going to put you in the waiting room here as we wait for your opponent and his opponent representing the Quirky Mercs with a record of 11 wins, 8 defeats, and 4 knockouts. He is the 2019 Ultimate Schmodown Singles Finalist, the 2019 Ultimate Schmodown Teams winner, and the former Movie Trivia Schmodown Champion of the World, William the Beast, Bibiani. Now, who's that? Oh, this is my pet tiger, Fabian. Fabian. Yeah, so, I can't conceal that you make me feel like a tiger, Fabian. Fabian and uh, and Elvis. Huh? Does he have any? Uh, does he have any history with Elvis? Uh, uh, look up your history. Fabian and Elvis have a lot of history together. Well, yeah, I maybe say, it was a musician, Christian. No, I well, I I meant I meant the Elvis that's on. Oh, Bob. I don't know, honestly. No. I honestly like I, I just learned that Elvis was a chinchilla. Uh, I was really confused because I thought that was some like giant furry slug, and if we ever like turned Elvis like upside down, it would just be this Lovecraftian nightmare of tendrils and malformed teeth, and we'd find that he's been like feeding the barbarian like movie trivia juices like intravenously like through his central nervous system and all wrapped around his brain that's what i assume this is just a tiger though uh i look forward to seeing tmz's grainy photo of elvis and fabian a night on the town in oh, reno yeah. nevada uh, uh these, yeah you'd like that wouldn't you fabian yeah, you'd this question that. is for you Wes fabian because a lot of folks ourselves included have regarded you as a legend in the movie trivia schmodown very nice you of you like, get to your head do you look at yourself when you wake up in the morning and say i am a legend of movie trivia or do you still have 
something left to prove. I don't have every. I don't know if I have anything left to prove, but I always have something left to learn, which is why I wake up every morning and I study movies. And I was doing that before the schmodown. I do that during the schmodown. I'll do it after the schmodown. I'll do it after I die. Uh, it's what I do. It's what I've been doing for going on 30 years now, and I'm just going to keep on doing it. So um, it's, it's really kind of you to, to call me a legend. I don't know if anyone's ever called me that to my face before or even behind my back, but it's a really, really nice feeling. I really appreciate all your support. I'm glad you're supporting me in this match. And uh, um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, look, I, I feel good. I feel confident. I've got a great manager in my corner. Um, I feel better going into this match than I have going into most matches in the past so um yeah i i guess i feel good but i always feel like there's more to discover there's more to learn and that's what the schmodown is all about is knowledge about movies and celebrating the medium and that's what i love well before we bring the barbarian in here uh William, uh, yeah. you've been in this position before but in the opposite back yeah. in 17 you were the big hot shot uh you know one and oh kind of fierce competitor that that knowledge wise when you went up against uh jte and you told me many times how that that changed your whole perspective and the way that you approach the game yeah. so when you look at someone like the barbarian um do you see yourself like how how you started kind of back in the day or what is it about this guy that that, that and do you buy into what everyone else says about him how he's uh this great knowledgeable competitor well, listen, it's clear that the Barbarian knows his stuff. I'm not going to besmirch his knowledge in any way. But to your other point, I don't know if you saw uh, uh, some of the video I made, but, I mean, let's let's run down the list once more. Okay, he's uh, a new, he's smart, he aced his very first match. He's theatrical, he loves props, his name begins with a B. Uh, before he had any chance to build up actual experience in the Schmodown, he got swooped up uh, by John Roca's faction. I mean, he is the new me. Uh, but the thing is, is that we have this me, we have the current me, and I'm still here, and I feel pretty confident uh, that I still have what it takes to keep going. But, um, you know, it's flattering to see that, like, someone is taking sort of the template that I had and is running with it, and it's nice to be part of a legacy. I've often felt like kind of an outlier. So I look at the Barbarian, and I actually feel a, a great kinship uh, with the Barbarian. Uh, you know, I I think he's a great competitor, and... Uh, you know, I'm honored to be playing him, and I hope, I hope I beat him. I think I can beat him, and I think uh, defeat has made me a better player in the long run, and maybe it'll make the Barbarian an even stronger player in the future, too. All right, well, thank you so much, William. Good luck. We're going to put you thank in you. the waiting room at the moment, bring back the Barbarian, and now the Beast has returned. So the Beast, the Barbarian, they are in the same room. Mark, round number one, how's it go? Similar styles, Christian, but it doesn't seem it's going to be a torch passing so much as just a fight over fire. Round number one features eight questions from eight different corners of movie trivia schmodown know-how. Your first question, no ask question, and every question in between, each worth one point. No penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing, at least not in round number one. As soon as we ask the question, you have 15 seconds. Write down your best attempt at an answer with whatever utensil you have handy on whatever writing surface you prefer. Once we ask you by name or nickname or pet's name or pet's nickname to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote to your camera at the same time you verbalize your answer into your here microphone. Each competitor has three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Shout out to JTE's little pet, Dalton. 
if you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use a JTE rule. You also each have one challenge to be used at any point throughout the match. You may initiate the challenge. Your manager will then come in. You'll have a discussion and we'll ultimately confirm and ratify that the challenge is taking place. Christian, the pets are ready, docile. The competitors are ferocious. I think it's about time to get it on. All right, we start with William. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready, Fabian? He needs five minutes. Uh, can't give him five, but we can. You said we're ready, so we're going to move on. Barbarian, are you All ready? Right. Elvis is not a pet. He's a companion, and he and I are always ready to rock. Then let's get ready to schmodown. All right, gentlemen, round number one. Question number one. One second, Fabian. You want to go play with Luca and Sergeant? Why don't you play with Luca and Sergeant? And we're back. All right, here it is. Action adventure. Robin Chow plays Liu Kang, and Bridget Wilson plays Sonya Blade in which 90s film? I wonder how Elvis feels about being called a companion. Do you think Elvis refers to the barbarian as his pet, Christian? I think Elvis is dead, Mark. If Elvis is a companion, does that make the barbarian the doctor? Four, three, two, one. Pens down, please, and we start with William. Mortal Kombat. Yes, and Barbarian. Mortal Kombat! That is. Uh, William, am I allowed to call you Beast in this one or no? Just you, can call me, you can call me Beast as long as it's audible, which shouldn't be a problem with these headphones. Okay. All right, so here is the, uh, here is the next question mark. Yeah, it's in the world of family films, Christian. And the question for a point, who stars as Fern, a young girl who adopts a pig named Wilbur in 2006's Charlotte's Web? Just finished reading this uh, entire book to my uh, my daughter last night. Uh, did you read it or did you have Audible read it for you? No, no, I read it. I read it the whole thing to her. And five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Barbarian. Barbarian. Was it Abigail, was it Abigail Breslin? It was not. And William. Was it Dakota Fanning? Yes, it is. So Ooh, that was a guess. William Bibiani goes up by one. As we get to our third question in the realm of dramas, who stars as Italian-American Tony Lip Valenunga in 2018's Green Book? Welcome back to the Schmodown, where it's movie trivia with uh, stuffed animals that some think are companions, others think are dead pets. That's right. I don't necessarily know if I can say pet. We're all adults. Five. Prove it. Four. Three. Two. One pens down and William. Uh, that would be Vigo Mortensen. That is correct. And Barbarian. Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen is it. And we find ourselves 3 2 with Bibiani with a one point lead over the Barbarian. Next question, Mark. That's in the world of 80s movies. Christian remembers those. It's the 1980s. In what 1980s film is a character instructed to sand the floor and paint the fence? as part of a training regimen? Good, good question here. I like it. I like this question. Writers working overtime. We appreciate each and every one of them. Five, each and every question they bring. Four, three, two, one. Barbarian? The Karate Kid. Yes. And William? With my bad knee, I can't do the kick. It's the Karate Kid. The Karate Kid is correct, and it is four, three, as we get to our fifth question in fantasy sci-fi. Colin Farrell and Kate Beckinsale star in what 2012 remake of a Philip K. Dick story? 
Who knows the most actual karate of anyone in the Schmodown, Christian? Who's your money on? Uh, Mark Riley was a personal trainer. Yeah. Elvis has, Elvis has a black belt. Yeah. Uh, no, the answer is Andrew Guy. Elvis is a belt. Andrew Guy is the answer. And five. <laughs> well done, William. Thank you. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And William. That would be the really awful remake Total Recall. Uh, and Barbarian. Total Recall. That is correct, sir. Next question mark, number six. All right, it's in the world of comedies. I expect to hear pet laughter or companion laughter. <laughs> All right. Your question. Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler's characters open up a casino in their home in what 2017 comedy? I mean, I don't. I have a feeling this is not the last time we ever see these two play. And you just get the vibe that it's going to be a rivalry. Three, two, one. Pens down, please. And Barbarian. It was the house. It was the house. And William? In the house. That is correct. All right. Here's the next question. Number seven. Number seven. Horror slash thriller. Who directed 2014's Tusk starring Justin Long? Uh, Chris, I don't know if you remember this, but back in the Schmoes days, we were going to review the house, and I was on the road in Houston, and I stood at the movie theater, looked at the house, and just walked away and said, nah. Four, three, two, one. Pen down, please. And William. Quirky Mercs forever, my fellow friend Kevin Smith. Yes, and Craig. It was Kevin Smith. Yes. All right. Uh... Let's go to the next question. Last question in yeah. round number one. It's in the world of animated movies, gentlemen. It could be drawn by hand on a computer, tablet. Your question. Who voices the title character in Wreck-It Ralph? Uh, favorite arcade game growing up, Christian? What was the one you were pumping the quarters into? Uh, it's probably Punch-Out. Mortal Kombat! Four and Double Dare. Three, two, double one. Pens down. No, double dare. Not double dare. Double dare. Double dragon. Double dragon. All right. We start with uh, Barbarian. I'm a rocket. It's John C. Riley. Yes. And William Bibiani for a perfect round. Just because he's a bad guy doesn't make him a bad guy, John C. Riley. So William Bibiani has got eight points here. Another perfect round in his storied career here in the Schmodown. And we have a bonus question for you, William, and only you. You don't have to write it down. You just have to answer it. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Jay Roach directed Brian Cranston in what 2015 biopic? Trumbo. Yes, for one more point. So, William Bibiani sees himself up by two points here as we get into the next round, round number two, the wheel round mark. It's the wheel round. We'd bring a wheel to your house, but we don't want to be bitten by your companion. So it's a virtual wheel. Each competitor gets a spin at it. Once you settle on a category, you're going to have four finely tailored questions of movie trivia, schmodown know-how in that particular realm of knowledge. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, just give us the multiple choice cue. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down 
to one. You may not steal and then ask for multiple choice unless your former answerer also asked for multiple choice. Christian, it looks like William Bibiani has a decision to make with his manager, Akoy Jandru. All right, we're going to remove both Tagnino and the Barbarian. And, Koi, you have 60 seconds to talk to uh, William starting now. Hi, Koi. Dude, incredible work as expected. Uh, remember the message I sent you right before all of that is exactly how this is going down. Also, I've been waiting to show you this. We have a totem of cats for this week's episode. <laughs> this is our episode totem. Prepare yourself. Nice. How you feeling? I am feeling good, and uh, let's, just, let's just get a nice little cat party going here. Yeah, I'm feeling real, real good. Thank you so much. I feel very strong about this match. I feel very good about how this is going. As for the wheel, uh, I think we should let the barbarian go first, don't you? Isn't that the polite thing to do? I think we should be polite. He's in our house. Let's play. Let's do it. All right, so William has chosen to give the barbarian first spin. Tommy got 60 seconds to talk to barbarian starting now. Great round. Thank you. Yeah, I realized that I'd put the wrong actors for that, and, but didn't get the JTE in in time. No, that's 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 totally fine. Still in this year. Oh yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's take a shot at this wheel. And see what's up. All right, let's do it. All right, here's the wheel. We're gonna get one spin in there for the barbarian. Let's see what it is. Let's make the magic magic. And look at all these beautiful categories, Christian. Dramas. Sixty seconds to decide. Starting now. I don't know. Well, we, we we discussed this beforehand, and this mm-hmm. is uh, you know, this is this is something I'm going to spin away from just because yeah. uh, it's not the one I want. So let's yeah. do it. Let's All right, spinning away, and here's the second one. Whatever the barbarian gets here, he will have to go with. Four question in the wheel round, and here it is. Make that magic, magic. Monster movies. Monster Ooh. movies. All right, so we're going to remove. Mr. Dagnino, going to bring back William. And Barbarian, you're going to get four questions in the realm of monster movies. Are you ready? Yes. All right, here you go. Monster movies, starting with this one. In what 1986 film features a dangerous alien race known as Krites who hijacked their prison ship and crash landed in Kansas? Critters. For two points, that is correct. All right, here's the second one. Who plays Julie, the girl who was rescued by a zombie in Warm Bodies? Mm. I can see her. Multiple choice. Is it A, Chloe Grace Moretz, B, Emma Roberts, C, Amber Heard, D, Teresa Palmer? Teresa Palmer. For one point. All right. Here is the next question here. Who plays the billionaire Jack Morris, who funds the underwater research facility called Mana One in The Meg? Rain Wilson. That's correct. Two points. And your final question here. Final question. All right. What 1974 film from director Larry Cohen involves a mutant newborn baby who goes on a killing rampage. Let's go multiple choice for that one. Is it A, the creature? B, it's alive. C, mutant. D, the baby. Let's go with it's alive. That's correct for one point. Barbarian. Great movie. It's a great movie. 
fights his way through there, fights his way through and sees himself now with a lead of 13 to 9 over William Bibiani. Had to go to multiple choice, choice twice there as we now get to uh, William's round and we're going to remove the Barbarian and bring back Coy. And uh, all right, so we're going to bring that wheel up here and uh, here it is. Okay. Really that- love that. It's a live movie. It's... Larry Cohen was a genius, man. Larry Cohen was a genius. Underappreciated at his time. All right. The wheel the wheel is up. The wheel is up. And here's the first spin. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. All right. Here it is. Oh. And wow. choice. Oh. I mean, there's no category I was worried about for you, but now you have all the power. It's perfect. You know what? I feel pretty good, and there's a slice we wanted to get for a while. Let's go with Mel Brooks. Mel that does not Brooks. give me pause. Let's go. Ah. All right. So William getting Spinner's Choice here seems to be going his way as he now gets Spinner's Choice, and we will bring back the Barbarian here. And we have four questions, Mark, in the realm of Mel Brooks movies. That's right, Christian. I've never wanted to be on a team with William Bibiani more than right now, but I'm not quite as young and fresh-faced as the kid. Uh, Mel Brooks, category Bibiani. And your first question for two points. Who plays Ostap Bender, a homeless con artist in The Twelve Chairs? Franklin Gillip. And boy, what an actor he is. That's two points. That was his film debut, too. And Bancroft found him. All right, so now we have question number two here, Mark, as we see ourselves 12-9, Norbarian up by three. William, Mel Brooks makes a cameo as Professor Max Craftsman in which Muppet film? The Muppet movie. That is two more points. Those Muppet titles get tricky. He nailed it, Christian. It is. All right, here's the next question. All right, this is your penultimate question in the wonderful world of the genius Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks voices the character of Big Weld in what 2005 animated film? Robots. Wow. And William Bibiani just cleaning house right now. Yeah, Christian. This guy, I mean, you talk about a guy who really, really knows his president's groove back and forth. Thanks, uh, man. I hope that's not the answer to the next question. Here is the here is the final question. I made sure, but I okay. appreciate you making <laughs> double checking. <laughs> All right. For two points, your final question in the world of Mel Brooks. Who plays Dracula in 1995's Dracula Dead and Loving It? Leslie Nielsen. Christian, it's a perfect round for a perfect director with Mel Brooks. All right. So right now, uh, Barbarian now down by four points as Bibiani clears the table in Mel Brooks. It is 17-14 as we head into the final round. Mark, what is what are the rules of round number three? Oh, don't worry. I got that in my back pocket. The rules of round number three. This is the round that will determine the match, although sudden death still a possibility. We need a series of numbers from each competitor. These numbers may range from one to 20. Need three numbers each. You may not use the same number as your opponent because it corresponds to a unique corner of movie trivia schmodown goodness. Your first question's worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. And the last number you give us corresponds to your five-point question. That's going to be a big one, and Christian may well determine the match because William the Beast Bibiani is currently enjoying a four-point lead he is gonna have his numbers given to us first what numbers feel fortunate okay what are you thinking Fabian you thinking 20 20 and you're thinking two 
And you're thinking... Sixteen. Twenty-two and sixteen, is that correct? Twenty-two and sixteen. Twenty-two and sixteen. All right, and Barbarian? I'll go with thirteen for my current score. And, uh... As I said, in the first match, drawing strength from Red Sonia, birth date is 822. Uh, he took the two, so we will go with her birth year, which is 86. So eight for the uh, three points and six for the five points. All right. So we have 22 and 16 for the beast and 13, eight and six for the barbarian. All right. So we're going to give um, Coy 60 seconds to talk to William starting now. Hi, Coy. How you doing, man? I'm, I'm like enjoying this spectacle. Uh, I'm having a good having time. Fun, which is yeah. uh, truly, you know, that's that's my investment is, is the happiness of you in the game. We are here to have a good time and to make friends. That's the quirky Merc way. Now, you have a comfy four-point lead. Uh, I feel very good about your numbers. I like that they came from the heart and from the Fabian, and uh, both Spidey and Spidey and I are very excited. All right, well, you give Spidey a couple of really good pets for me, okay? Deal, win this thing. Thank you. All right, uh, Finstock, 60 seconds starting now. Uh, we still have a couple of 3JT rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, uh, it ain't over till it's over. Yeah, I feel I feel good. You know why? Because if I answer all three of my questions correctly, he'll have to answer his five pointer. And that's where we want to be. Let's get him to his five. All right. So we are now entering round number three. Our competitors are ready, and we start with the barbarian, who has tried to figure out if he can avoid the TKO. And your first one here, you chose category number thirteen. That is in the realm of classics. Classics. All right, here you go. Which Best Picture winner stars Shirley MacLaine, Jack Lemmon, and Fred McMurray? The Apartment. For two points. And we have, it is 1715. 1715. 1715. And you could avoid the TKO here, Christian. All right. So let us now get to your three pointer, Barbarian. And it is number eight. And that's Tarantino. Tarantino. For your three-pointer. Here it is. What is the name of the TV show that Rick Dalton was the lead in before being canceled in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Bounty Law. That's correct. For three points. Big three-pointer for the Barbarian. Goes up by one, so now it bounces back to William Bibiani, who needs to hit his two in order to uh, force b- the Barbarian to hit his five. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a great pull by the Barbarian, and now it does force the hand of the Beast. William, hmm. selected number 20 for your two-point question. Or Fabian selected it, excuse me. Yeah. For two points, and to pin it back to the Barbarian for his five-pointer. You selected the category of Pixar movies. Okay. And your question. What is the name of the supervillain in The Incredibles? Syndrome. Christian, he's made the Barbarian answer his last question. All right, so the Barbarian has to hit the five. If he hits the five, like he said, he's going to force William to have to hit his five in order to win the game. But the five is on the table for the Barbarian, and he chose category number six. Barbarian, that is in the realm of Oscar movies. 
Oscar movies. Here it is. Martin Scorsese directed six films in the 1990s, all of which were Oscar nominated except for one. What was that film? 20 seconds to answer this one. Five, four, JT. First one. Martin Scorsese directed six films in the 1990s, all of which were Oscar nominated except for one. What was that film? Five, four, JTE, please. Second one, Martin Scorsese directed six films in the 1990s, all of which were Oscar nominated except for one. What was that film? I have one more left, right? You do. Five, four. JTE. Last one. All right. Martin Scorsese directed six films in the 1990s, all of which were Oscar nominated except for one. What was that film? All right, Mark, this is it. He's got to answer this in order to bounce it to William. If not, William will advance to face LeShannon Miller. This is why you you save those JT rules for the end, Christian. Here it is. Five, four, three, two. Bringing out the dead. And that's correct. Big five-pointer. He hits it. Wow. And it bounces. going to force William to answer some. But, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. What a pull that was by the Barbarian. As now, William Bibiani going to try to get some points on the board here to give himself closer to uh, crashing that singles record. But he needs to hit the five to win. Here it is, Mark. Number two. That's right, William. Uh, for scorekeeping purposes, be nice if you could answer this one correct for you and your fans. Um, sure would like you it. need that five point. But here we go with your three pointer in category number two, which corresponds to 1970s movies. Okay. And your question for three points in the pool to within one of the Barbarian's lead. Which Star Wars actor stars as a young car lover in 1978's Corvette Summer? Mark Hamill. Great movie, great actor, great person. And Christian, it all comes down to this. The five-point question is upon us. All right, so the five-pointer. Now, here is where we stand. If Bibiani hits it, he advances and gets himself 27 big points here. And if he advances, he also gets the Mercs three big points. However, if he misses, the Barbarian will advance and the Finstock Exchange will pick up three points and the Barbarian will face Liz Shannon Miller. Mark, our five-pointer was uh, number 16. Number 16. And Joe Montana's number corresponds to terrific talent, Jody Foster. And your question. For five points and to advance the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. William, who directed Jodie Foster and Scott Baio in the 1976 gangster film Bugsy Malone? Alan Parker. And 
your winner, advancing to the next round, William the Beast Bibiani. William Bibiani advances to the next round here. William, thank you. Hold on, we're going to move the Barbarian, bring back Koi Jandri. <laughs> Another three points with a massive win over the exchange. And I don't like to toot my own horn, but that was a completely perfect game. I didn't even have to go to multiple choice, and that's the first time I've ever done that. That's a big, that was was pretty awesome. In order to do it, 27 points. 27 points. I my record. An absolute incredible performance here. And you're obviously feeling good. You're obviously feeling good. And I am actually. That's yeah. a, and the that is, I, don't to, I don't need to start taking drugs now. I can just win games. But look, but look, that's got to. And, and, you know, you're, you're dancing and you should be dancing because I'm that happy. was a performance. And you are. You're happy. But look, this is a this is a solid win here over a very highly touted uh, prospect in uh, the Barbarian. So, you know, you seemed really locked in uh what's been what's has anything been different at all or how do you feel i'm gonna tell you this right now uh here is what i've got going for me that is totally different than what i have had before i have not just a support person i have a support network right now i have my wife and partner michelle i have koi i have the kid i have all of the quirky marks in my corner cheering me on helping us study this is what I wanted. When I said I joined the Schmodown to make friends, I wasn't kidding. I came here looking for people who are into the stuff that I'm into, people who want to like help expand people's knowledge of movies and celebrate movie history. And I feel like after all this time, I finally have reached the apex of that. I have found the group I've been looking for. I found the friends I've been looking for. I found the family I've been looking for. I am feeling really great right now in a way that man you listen it's 2020 feeling great is not something i've been doing lately hell i had a horrible morning but is that also added is that also added because it was a finsock exchange is a little is it a little extra a little extra sprinkle sprinkle i I forgot to think about that like listen uh it's it's nice to remove a talking point but really it doesn't matter to me i just wanted to play the game i wanted to uh, uh, make movie trivia fun for everybody. I wanted to play the Barbarian. I love the Barbarian. And when I said that he's like doing my shtick, I meant that like I see a kindred spirit in the Barbarian. I love this guy. I want to see him play more. I would love to to go up against him at a free-for-all some year. Like he is clearly enormously talented and he's going to go really, really far in this league. Uh, seriously, uh, you know, the next time... We're, we're together and there isn't a pandemic. I'm going to hug that guy and I'm going to scratch Elvis beneath wherever his ears are because I love him to pieces and this is a really amazing match. Yeah, Coy, you, you managed today, but your competitor had a perfect game. So I want to throw you a curveball here. What is the toughest part about managing, even when your competitor is having a fire-like performance, as in what we just witnessed? For me, it's it's making sure they feel supported even in the hyper confidence they should feel. I want to make sure that to reiterate that momentum, even when you're having a winning streak, sometimes you start to doubt yourself because you feel like it's going too well. Sometimes when you're running and you're beating your time, all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, then you slow down because of like subconscious choices. So 
I want to make sure I'm a force of support both in win and loss. I want to make sure they feel like we're all there for them. And I want to make sure that when they're about to get into the match, they feel just as confident as they did when they were studying. So it's it's an all, it's a 24-7 job, but I think it's it's a, a blast to make people feel this happy and to see bibs like this just warms my heart because he knows he has a faction. He knows he has a family. He knows we're all here for him. And that's, that's why this faction is magic. Thank you for drafting me, Koi. I am dead serious, man. I would not be here. I would not have had this match without you. Like I was, as I was mentioning, like I had a really rough morning today. I thought I was going to be completely psyched out and Koi and the kid and Michelle and everybody, they were in my corner and they got me feeling confident again. And here I am. Well, look, you know, the big thing is that this next match, mm. you're going up against Lightning Liz Shannon Miller, who had an incredible match against um, Chance Ellison. We yeah. all know how good Chance Ellison is. We all know that. I, he, know, I know firsthand. Don't tell firsthand. me. And we, you know, and it was very possible that you were going to be playing Chance, but Liz said, nope, I don't really feel like Chance <laughs> playing uh, William again. I want to play him. And here she is. So what kind of prep do you do going in for uh, Lightning Liz? Here's the thing about Liz Shannon Miller. I knew she would go far in the league. I know she was, you know, one of those rookies who was off to a good start, hit a couple stumbles. It happened to me too, but it's really exciting to see her go on a tear right now. I know her personally. We're part of the same, you know, film critic community here in Los Angeles, and I have an infinite amount of respect for how much she knows. So that's something that's going to be really interesting is because she is going to have one of the best all-around knowledges of anyone I'm ever going to compete against. So I am excited. Um, I consider her a friend. Uh, I think this is going to be a really tough, entertaining match. And I hope for the best. Uh, but, uh, you know, you take every opponent seriously, especially when they get this far into the tournament and they're on a streak. So, yeah, this is going to be a hell of a match. And I can't wait to see what she brings to it because ever since you joined, I've been wanting to play her. All right, so there it is. The Quirky Mercs picking up another three massive, massive points here as we see William the Beast Bibiani defeats the Barbarian here today. All right, thank you, Koi. And once again, congratulations to William Bibiani. All right, now we're going to bring in the manager of the exchange and the Barbarian. All right, let's start with uh, Barbarian. Look, man, that was a hell of a match. He had 23 points. He had to go perfect. You know, he didn't miss any. Like you said, it was every uh, every two that he hit in Mel Brooks. He Spinner's choice. He was it, things were just going his way. Um, but are you I don't think you should you should be bummed at all about your performance. How do you feel? I mean, I, I feel great about how I performed. I wish I would have come up with the um, Dakota Fanning in the first round so that I could have also had 100% accuracy in the game because that was the only one I missed and I realized that was the answer um, but without enough time to change it um, and you know but you know the game would have pro proceeded the way it did because I was going to spin first if I had the wheel and I would have landed on monster movies and he would have, you know, still gotten the spinner's choice. I mean, maybe if I would have stuck with dramas, then he would have gotten monster movies, but I can't imagine he would, he still would have gotten eight points out of that. So it's, you know, it's, it's hard to beat someone who plays a perfect game. Yeah. Tom, you'll appreciate this. This, this match in a tournament felt like an Arizona Gonzaga game because there's just <laughs> high scoring, high flying, a lot of correct answers or shots made, but you know that there's going to be talk now, you know what the talk is going to be. And a lot of it is going to say maybe the Finstock Exchange peaked too early in the season and doesn't have enough gas to get through the rest. What do you have to say to the doubters now? 
I mean, that's 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 a fair assessment. I mean, you know, a lot of other factions are playing really well. Uh, we've taken a few stumbles. I mean, look, Billy Boy played a perfect game. I mean, uh, that's what it took to beat the Barbarian here, and he did it. You know, Spinner's Choice with somebody like him, who's so knowledgeable. I mean, clearly he was going to get all those uh, those questions, and he answered them very quickly. Uh, he played a fantastic game, as as well as did the Barbarian. Um, Barbarian plays anybody else in this tournament at this point. He's probably moving on to the next round. Uh, yeah, William looked fresh. Uh, he 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 looked like a like a like a beast, and that's what he did. Um, I don't know. Look, I mean, you know, Craig's got me uh, oh 13 points out of, out of a six slot. Uh, I can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, he's done his job. Now other people have to do theirs. And like I said, we're when the smoke clears, people. Uh, when it's all said and done, we're going to be in that podium in January. You can guarantee that. I don't know how that's going to happen, but we're going to we're going to sit back and work with it uh, and prove everybody wrong. All right. Well, once again, hell of a match there, Barbarian, and to Dagnino. Didn't happen here today, but we'll see you guys really, really soon. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys. All right. So we're moving both Barbarian and Dagnino. Look, it was exactly what we thought it was going to be, but it, it well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Because you had two very knowledgeable competitors going at each other, and it just looked like it was exactly what we thought as far as a knowledge-based fight. But Bibiani was never in trouble. He was never in trouble from the moment it started. He played very well all the way through. He was never, he, was, he had to play, and he had to fight because, uh, obviously, the Barbarian kept pushing him to do so. But he was never off his game. And you know what? It was one of the first times that I've ever seen him play. Now, I've sat on the other side of him and seen the look of when he got it the five-pointer and he doubted himself and maybe it is because of the mercs maybe it is because of koi because i did not see that today i saw whatever and it wasn't just because he knew the question very well it was it was when the five-pointer and i looked at him when it just when the five-pointer he didn't look nervous he didn't look panicked he wasn't doubting himself and that is what he used to do often if he does an interesting sign of the times christian because now these competitors they can prepare for a match the way that they want to in their own abode they can listen to music they can chill they can light a candle they can watch tv they can chug a beer it doesn't matter what they do but they're doing it how they want to because sometimes in a studio setting in a live theater setting you don't always have that opportunity to isolate and just really focus on yourself and now that lends itself to another question we're going to toss to you because it seemed like manager of the year earlier maybe even a few months ago was another foregone conclusion with the finstock exchange and maybe this match has just been the tipping point in my head it feels like that race has been blown wide open and we still have eight to nine contenders for that crown well we're gonna find out because it is still going all you guys need to do make sure you comment on each one of these matches and like the videos if you didn't know if you wanted to listen to this on the uh the treadmill or out in the on the neighborhood or jog be safe uh put on uh go to the apple podcast and get to the schmodown feed not only do you get all the matches but you will also get backstage that airs every tuesday and the schmodown rundown with frank janish and brad gilmore every saturday morning on that feed so for mark ellis i am christian harloff we'll see you on patreon that's right patreon.com slash schmodown join at the ten dollar level get every pay-per-view that we do like that thank you guys very much and we will see you next time have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. 
They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. 